recording. <laughs> oh, sorry. Can we keep it? If you want. Okay. Hey guys, it's Lex and M, and we are back for a brand new episode for the first time in a long time. Yeah, you know, good things come to those who wait. Exactly. If patience is a virtue. I think that was one of our episodes once. Oh if my not- god. No, uh, singleness is a virtue. Oh, it was a spinoff. That yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the memories. From fall. That seems like so long ago. That does seem like forever ago. Because um, I feel like the original intention of Get a Clue, and still is, like, I feel like, I mean, we're, like, normal, everyday students, so, like, also Lexan running M. an empire They're is hard like sometimes. Yeah. Um, just kidding. But for the extent of, like, we came back in the school year and we're like, this is new rebrand, full force, and I think I've just been so grateful for it because I feel like it actually... Like, being on Spotify and iTunes and everything, subscribe. Um, like, it gave us the platform we needed. Because we had to make the show more accessible. And, yeah. I, and I mean that seriously. Like, it had to just be super easy for people to listen into. And I, I hope we've done that this year. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, even more than that, just, like, for, I think, our own personal sanity. Yeah. Because it was just, like, a good way to, like, de-stress, you know, air things out if we need to and um if people want to listen to that great if they don't you know that's fine (laughs) that's fine unsubscribe we don't need you no i agree yeah no even we were saying this past week like we were in our own like end of year end of semester funks and we needed to like take the time to sit down this week and just like shoot the shit and record it and see what happens even tonight we were like we're not even like Usually we would do a little pre-note planning, but we were like, we're literally just like yeah, rolling off the cuff. We can go off the cuff. I think we have enough to talk about. I know you've yeah. been having some stories that have like been bursting out of you. And our producer will then go like, no, no, Emily, save it for the show. show. Yeah. And so... Uh, Kelby, our um, producer, is always here for the live show. So she's <laughs> just been kind of like keeping me in the loop to save some stories for the pod. Or she'll be like, no, get Lexi's like honest reaction out of it. So, so are there um, any right now off the top of your head? you want to throw but um <laughs> which one is our producer noting to she's gonna send <laughs> us a quick note to let us know but I mean yeah I feel like it's just been we really have not and even so we were doing episodes a lot this semester but they yeah. were get a rose we didn't do a get a rose finale um, honestly is it even worth it because it was at the end I was like I hate Colton I did too yeah there was nothing I, it I, wasn't worthy of my time to there really wasn't anything I wanted to say at the end and <clears> I know a lot of you that listen um either follow Lexi's Finsta or my Snapchat and that's usually where we fill in any like live content. Mm-hmm. I, our intention was, and I, I should bring it back, I literally have just forgotten to do more of that kind of fun insider content on the Get A Clue yes. pod Instagram and we will be better about that, especially as like I think summer shows come into play and maybe if we're not like next to, we'll get into our summer plans later, but like um, if we're not like with each other at all times that's an easy way to be like doing live content like the show tonight or like whatever absolutely having fun stuff for people yeah I definitely think we still need to like probably get into that groove of how to run that between the both of us because you're so creative with like the whole grid and everything I like oh it's painful though like it it takes so like it takes so much I'm not like productive with it if that makes sense and I just like I don't know well too I think we just need to like I guess film like what filter do you use? Because I don't want to yeah. put up anything and ruin any like ruin like a no photo. no because it's been so it. good so far. No, it's been great. Okay. And like even Thank though you. we haven't been like consistent with it, like that it, honestly, I like we are still focusing on what we need to focus on in Which our is, lives at the moment. Yeah. So I'm sure like as summer gets into like kicks into gear, then we can definitely get that back up to what we want it to be. But yeah. we definitely have good footing on it. And, you know, the fact that we got him out that we have up right now, I'm honestly proud of it. So. I am too. I am proud of it. <clears throat> I love it. We'll um, get more followers. We'll get more. <laughs> we do. But you know what? We have hu- super high engagement. Like, we, yeah. we have 50 followers, but we get, like, 50% likes and stuff. So and that's, 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 that's what matters. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we have not done a, just a true sit down, I think, since probably like January or probably January, yeah. maybe early February. Um, and yeah, we had kind of like spring break in between. Spring we had break, your senior spring, my niece. Yeah, I don't know if I made that official announcement. I think in a I get a rose, it, yeah. I maybe did. But, not but um, my niece was born in mid 
January, yeah, January 21st. So um, she is two months old and super just gorgeous. little gorgeous chunk of a gem. So we love her. <laughs> lots um, of hair. <laughs> lots of hair, and she's a little beauty queen. I'm going to see her this weekend, so I'm excited. But, um, yeah, living the life. Um, I think this story, and this is kind of the one the other day that I was like, oof, this is pod worthy to get your opinion on it. Okay. But, um, okay, so the week before, we'll just dive right into it. Yeah. But um, the week before spring break, um, I had seen you. We had, I mean, we had been hanging as normal, but like mm-hmm. I had seen you at the house for like a philanthropy event we were having there. Do you remember that? The milkshake night? Oh. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw you there and um I told you I was like, Oh, there's this guy like I matched with on oh, Tinder. Yes. And I was like we but I told you the situation. So backstory mm. and honestly, honest to God, like we really don't tell that many detailed of guy stories on here out of respect for both parties. We usually give it from like our perspective, but mm. I'm like <clears throat> it's a month out of this story, so like no birds are chirping like me and him are not going on any dates right now so I think we're free to tell the story in full detail so the baseline with this guy was um I had matched with him on tinder in fall of 2016 so like sophomore early fall Mm -hmm. and he was just kind of like a freshman face to me if that makes sense like we had either had like Good Life Together, which is our, like, freshman seminar. And so, like, we had seen each other before. Familiar. Familiar. I knew who he was. I kind of knew what frat he was in. So, like, you had a just... Which is a very, like, common personification of people. You're like, oh, that's Tom from Alpha Alpha or something, you know? Oh, really didn't mean to use that name, but... Tom's there. a common name. I Tom, don't know why yeah. you're laughing. Tom from Alpha Alpha. Um, <laughs> and so it was that sort of association. So when I remember matching with him and... Uh, beginning of sophomore year, it was still that like, ooh, Pokemon effect where you're like, I got (laughs) one, gotta catch them all. And I would literally like get a dopamine rush every time like I got (laughs) a cute guy on there. And now I'm just like, dear God, delete this thing like from my phone, which I have as of now. But anyway, I had re-downloaded it Tinder that week or just been able, you can access it online too. So I think I'd gone online and looked and I saw I had a message from that same guy. And it was kind of funny because we had only shared a few messages back in fall 2016, but he picked up where we left off and was like, oh God, is three years like too late? Like something to that effect. And this was only funny and even more funny because at my job, I work at our campus like career center. And part of my job is helping people edit their resumes and check them or like even do mock interviews. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, this guy had come in to the center the first week of January and mm-hmm. I got like matched with him, no pun intended, to like give him a mock interview. So we had sat down talking for like 30 minutes and I like was enjoying it so much that I went on and it was kind of that funny feeling of like, so this was before I saw that most recent Tinder message, but it was the funny feeling of like, oh my God, like I remember I matched with that guy. Like I remember his face. I matched with him years ago, but he would have never remembered like right. me from the app. I don't know. Maybe he would, but like he did not in that moment remember me. So when he messaged me back, I was like, shoot, like I wonder if he went through or like possibly recognized my face from old matches and then like right. just like shoot it like. Whatever I'm trying to say, like shot a shot, shot a shot, and like was trying to like reconnect. So anyway, I start messaging him that Monday night, and then I saw you Tuesday night, and was like, I wonder if he'll message back. I remember this. He night. messaged back that Tuesday night, and we were just like chatting back and forth. I was literally studying for a huge midterm I had in the morning, like could not afford to be doing this, and I was leaving for spring break the following mm-hmm. night. So I was on just like time crunch central, and he was being super friendly and funny and stuff, and I was obviously like more into it because I'm like I've literally met you whether you know that or not and he then he said like since there's so much for us to catch up on from the last couple of years would you want to grab coffee sometime and I was like oh. okay great like that's an actual like intentional yeah. first meetup you know not I won't even call words. it like date but like he wasn't just like drinks or like come watch a movie or something like it was something I could get behind and I was even more confident to do so because I was like I've already ripped the band-aid with him like I've met him in person whether he knows it or not again <laughs> and so we literally I was like okay yes but like how's tomorrow because that's literally the only like day I have available he like rolled with it and at first he was hesitant and then he were like double messaged and was like no I can do tomorrow 
And so we scheduled the next day and we met at like 11.30 in the morning at the Wrights Union oh Starbucks. God. Oh my God. Literally like met there, like each got a coffee. He did not like pay or choose to pay, which was like, ooh, is that bad sign number one? Like not what... Yeah, like not what I he was expecting or something. Yeah. And then we went to sit and talked for a good hour and a half. So oh, I also so had good. the perfect window because I was going to have work at one and he knew that. And, um, or I told him that. And so I had like an escape route. Like I feel like yeah. for a good first date, always give yourself like somewhere to a, be, a, somewhere to be an escape route. It was a daytime date, even better. Like somewhere to be that isn't another guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or another like party situation i don't know my my tell the only one i ever had to use for like a nighttime date was i'm going to a friend's sign night or like my friends having a pre or something like that like still works that's yeah that works because it's like taking you to an event or private location that they can't go to with you that's the key you can't be like i'm going to rowdy or like the bar with your friends because then then they they can take that as an invitation to be like let me cling. <laughs> yeah, like, let me go with you or, like, let me meet up with you later. And it's, like, no, like, I'm moving on to private plans, whatever that may be. You can even say, like, I'm just going to my friends for a movie or something like yeah. that. Um, so, little tip hidden inside the story. But anyway, we talked for, like, an hour and a half. And then at the end – and then he did have these, like – not red flag, but – and cut me off if this is getting too lengthy. But he did have these, like, minor red flag – energy in terms of he's super handsome like super charming everything like that but he was kind of talking about tinder in a way that like mr cool dude about it he was like yeah like i just got tinder a couple weeks ago me and my buddy have been like enjoying it so much because like it's just like kind of like roulette like you never know what you're gonna get and it's like fun to meet new people and it was like the did he not acknowledge that y'all had messaged three years ago well, wait, you know, he did acknowledge okay. that, but he, like, I guess was re-acknowledging that he had, like, Why he been off of it and then okay. re-downloaded it. And I was like, no, I'm in a similar situation. Like, I hadn't been on it for months, and I saw your message, and I was like, oh, he's cute. Like, let me go meet with him. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I really don't do this. He's like, yeah, no, I just met up with someone from the first time last week. Then he started, yeah, he started talking about another Tinder date. Sorry, within- y'all can't see me, but I just said, a- <laughs> what? Yeah, from, he talked about another <clears throat> Tinder date like from the week before and was saying how like mm. he was like yeah it was someone I like thought I had known and then I was met up and it was just like oh like you're not what I remember you looking like or like something oh. like that and then I'm me and my like fucking polka dot sweatshirt I was like dear god like I probably don't look like what you thought I would but I'm did, here did y'all acknowledge that you just in the career resource thing yeah so then it finally came up like about <laughs> 30 minutes into the we did not do I thought it so going into it I thought okay it's gonna happen one of two ways. Right. One, he's going to see me immediately and be like, oh, I know you or something. Right. And then we can break it there. <clears throat> or he's just going to like go a little bit into the conversation and acknowledge it. He did the latter. And so we were in the conversation and then eventually work came up because mm-hmm. he had some kind of job. And then I talked about my job. I was like, yeah, I actually work at the career center. And then he did this like either pure acknowledgement, like pure like what am I trying to say pure disbelief or something or like academy award performance and he was like wait like have we worked together and I was like and then I did my academy award performance back and I was like yeah actually I think we have and then he was giving me super good vibes listen to this everybody turn up your dial um he was saying um yeah like I had a really um he was like I thought you were really cool after I worked with you and I wanted to come chat with you again about like another interview I was gonna do and so he went back to the center asking for me to like work with me but the front desk got like thrown off or confused that he was like asking for like private information so like from the front desk standpoint they probably thought like "Ooh, let's not disclose any like private information like just to like from an HR standpoint or something like we're taught that so they just connected him with another girl I work with and gave her her email which she like she's like in a long-term relationship like that was not the big deal of it um but they were emailing like going over his documents or whatever so he never got to like reconnect with me I was like oh like that's such a shame like I would have loved to see you again or something and then okay conversation keeps going Um, and then we wrap up the conversation and I'm like going to go to work and then he's like, well, Hey, can I like get your number? And I was like, yeah. So I was like, again, we had just been messaging on Tinder and I thought that was fine for the sake of, it had literally been like 12 hours since we had started messaging. There's people who want to chat on these 
social media apps for months. Yeah, and Snapchat chat and never ever change from there. Wink. Um, who does that? Who does that? That's weird. Um, and so he um, kind of like said, oh, like, let me get your, like, can I get your number? And then he, the way he took my number, which maybe this is overanalyzing probably, he took my phone put his number, or I'm sorry, he got my number and then texted my number with his name, like just his name, which was... To you. Yeah, which yeah. was Tomcat or whatever. And um, his, oh, that's his name was not Tomcat, but like it was just an <laughs> example. like an, it could have no. been a name. I was like, oh. No, that, that's just his code name. So he wrote like Tomcat in a text to me. Tom and so Cat. I got it and I wrote back my name, Emily, and then... I also added, because he had Tinder messaged me when we were looking for each other in the food court, and I was wearing the polka dot shirt, so he wrote in the message, polka dots, question mark, so I wrote Emily, and then I put polka dots, lol, and then he was like, haha, like, I didn't know if that would go, seem, like, harsh or anything, and I was like, no, it wasn't, so we were talking there for, like, another hour after, and I was at work, and then at one rate, I made a joke, and I was like, oh, well, like, I look forward to, like, hanging out again in 2022. And then he was like, yeah, haha, like, I should be free in three years or so. And then he wrote, like, end on a high note or something like that. And so I just took it as, like, a continuing of the joke. And I was like, yeah, we'll make it, we'll go to Pollo Tropical next time in the food court, like, trying to be yeah, funny. which is funny. And then I got left on red, <gasps> never to be replied to again. Excuse me. And that's me? what you missed on Glee. I would have never thought it would have gone that way. way. Right? Did he think that you were blowing him off with that joke? I I don't know. I'm like, did I miscommunicate myself <laughs> in that I wasn't interested by saying that joke? Like, do I need to pull up the text? I mean, I believe you. I can see them after. <laughs> You're like, do you need the receipts? No, I believe you. Yeah. But, um, yeah. no, that's so bizarre. That you would just... Immediately, right there, be like, no, dark. right? I'm like, didn't even. I'm not, and I'm not trying to be like crude or like intentional, like miss what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to be like rude or crude here, but like he didn't even try to like maybe take it to like a partial hookup or like there was no like there could have been such an easy like second, not even date, like right. second hangout opportunity. Yeah. And I thought too. So then I went into spring break thinking, and he hadn't texted me. And I went in thinking, like, oh, well, like, who wants to, like, have the burden of texting each other, like, over spring break? Yeah, that's like, a lot. He'll, yeah, he'll just hit me up when I get back or something. Yeah. So I was expecting, like, I got back that week and he would message me or throw something out there. And I had kind of talked about it. I was saving it for the pod, so I didn't ask you. But I had talked with a couple friends and been like, should I message him or, like, no? And I, everyone kind of agreed in the end on... Well, it was ha half and half, but, like, in the end agreed on no, that, like, it was going to look a little, like, did I get the wrong picture from, like, the hour and a half Tinder date? You know what I mean? Right. But, like... But he gave the wrong picture a little bit. That's, I was going to say it's a double-edged sword because it's, like, he is... From what I heard and from what it seemed like, nothing really went too left. long no and so and you still like communicated after that date like a little bit text a little bit that day so yeah. i don't in so i don't see why it would just be dropped off like that but then also yeah like like i feel like it's on him though that like he should then continue it yeah especially if it's on his response you know what i mean yeah so like it could have continued but like I don't know. That's a weirdo. Is that weird? And he's so, like, he really was, like, cute. Like, I would have loved right. to hang out with him, like, again, just to, like, and you haven't, like get seen to him know him. Like, haven't seen him out. Haven't, no, really. Now that I say that, I'll see him, like, tomorrow when my hair is in, like, a rat's nest. But, yeah, no, haven't seen him around or so message. And he doesn't, he's not huge on social media, which was actually, like, an attractive quality. I think we had talked about that during his mock interview. <laughs> For the date. I don't but, um, Instagram too much. But he, he's not on Instagram. He is on Facebook. And he's not he's not on Instagram or Snapchat. Because I even tried looking in my Snapchat contacts. Mm -hmm. 
Like if no, I wasn't gonna add him, but I was like, let me see if he's like a Snapchat guy, and he's not. Well, you know me, I'm even no Snapchat now. Yeah, so. no, I should be. I should be. I've taken a lot of my joke humor though to Snapchat now. And, and I yeah, I think that's a good place for yeah, it. Yeah, I just I used to be funny on Twitter, and now I'm like funny on Snapchat. If I get Snapchat again, I might just like start a whole new, and then like only add like five people. people. I, just, I, del- I delete a lot of people. That like, was the thing. It just got to the point where I was like, I don't care about these people's quote-unquote stories yeah it's just like random vignettes of their lives put together but you know they're just standing in a corner by themselves wherever they are really but they want to make it look like they're having the best night of their lives yeah you don't need to rub this like you don't need to put up this front so it kind of drained it also drained my battery literally yeah yeah so um, it's bad I, yeah, I delete people, like, even if they post one thing that, like, partially annoys me. On Instagram or Snapchat, I'm like, goodbye. No, it's good to have those social media cleanses. I'm having a big one in May. Oh, yeah. End of April. End of April, mega one. I'm going to be leaving the Wyndham, and it's going to be, like, unfollow. (laughs) Yeah, unfollow. Leave Um, my life. Yeah. See if you survive that massacre. But, um, (laughs) no, but, so in the end, Tomcat is... Tomcat's a feral out there, just kind of like Roman. I don't know. Born in the ceilings. That's the thing. Yeah, born in the ceiling. You have to tell that story. Um, I don't. I don't know what his beef was or lack of. I don't know. Just I guess. I mean, at that rate, you can only label it as like disinterest. So and two, just like whittles out. Because if he didn't get the joke, then just whittles out that he just can't banter with you. Like yeah, no. Which was I know he can. So like I was just a little thrown it was mm-hmm. disinterest i think he just wasn't feeling it but, but then don't not, ask for my number at the end you know right. what i mean like was just he like, doing that just to seem like he felt like he needed to go through that motion but then would be like i think it, yeah it was kind of a motion thing now looking back and like maybe he didn't really mean it but i'm like you should have like just let it go just let it go man you know yeah or say i've left dates where i'm just like this isn't had- gonna go anywhere like right. i've said that not in a very rude way, but just I've like it was really prevented nice like you, but yeah, I've done like a moment where I like even prevent like a kiss or anything because yeah. I'm just like I'm no, I'm not. I can't wait to get that practice like post college. I think because it's just like I feel in real world, especially when you don't have to have the fear of like running into that person on campus. As big as UF is, quote it's unquote, small. like it's still small. Yeah. So I feel like once you enter the real world and you start to like casually date one not. I feel like it's going to be easier to reject and like rejection will still hurt, but then yeah, it won't be as bad. I think as like in school or whatever, cause you know, you're not really going to run into that person again, unless it's like a close circle person. Yeah. And it solidifies that you're like one step closer to finding someone you actually like want to spend yeah. time with. You it's know? like an internship. You got to try out the different You things. do. You got to. <laughs> got to try out the different tasks. You know, you'll find out, Hey, I'm not much of an office person or Hey, I, you know, really, I like to work from home. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's what finding you gotta find out like. what you need. I think so too. Yeah, it will be more interesting. I think outside of this too, because like I think I don't think they'll ever like take it like seriously. But um, you know, like at whatever rate, like guys, I think will be able to appreciate a little rejection here and there more in the real world. Their egos will still be tainted, but hey, like mine will be too at times. I love this situation. I was like, whoa. I, like, Yeah. I will admit though I did kind of ghost someone though. When? It when? was the um, the person that I took, the person that was a big fan of Legos. Okay. Oh, um, on the uh, um, on our date function. Yep. I'll call him Emmett. Lego Emmett. The hump day, bump day. Hump day, bump day? Oh, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll call him Lego Emmett, because Emmett's the name of the Lego character. Yeah, So, (laughs) Tomcat, greater than Lego Emmett. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But anyway, so what happened was, I matched with this person on, like, a dating, uh, like, not Tinder, but Hinge, and, like, eventually, like, it changed numbers and we texted for like a week or so like the longest i've ever like texted someone like big sip yeah i just call myself a late bloomer because i feel like i'm just so behind the curve no i am yeah i am a hibiscus still in its tree you know to sprout but um yeah so we had like texted for like a while almost two weeks and then eventually we had this day function coming up i was like you know i guess i should ask him which is like not really 
quite like normal of me to do normally in person that's like find me a random date like I'd rather do a random no I remember feeling like super proud of you I was like wow good like up and out there yeah so and so I invited him he said yes he came it was really you know it was fine experience um introduced him to like a lot of the friends that were there I could tell he was a little bit like uncomfortable because I think he just wasn't used to such big crowds like that would you yeah. think about it stepping out of like a sorority aspect if i was like brought into like a fraternity function oh, and never been lot. to that it's i would be like yeah what the frick is going on so i can like see it back but i was like there were just like little things that kind of were like Ooh, i don't know how i feel about this and i'm also in the mode of like it's senior spring so it's like if this isn't really going anywhere right away then i don't see why i should waste my time yeah and so, like, when we left, he's like, so am I worthy? I'm like, that's such a weird that's, thing to ask. Ew, whoa, no. Gross. <laughs> like, worthy like, of what? Like, yeah. you can take charge a little bit. And it's, like, kind of the thing, like, take charge, be a little sarcastic, but don't be, like, insulting. Like, there's a good line to dance <sighs> on. Guys that can, like, entertain themselves, too, in that kind of situation are, like, a dime a dozen. Right. That, that's what's really, that's what I, any girl, like, really wants in that scenario of, like, not even just date functions and sororities, but, like, going on a blind date or taking a guy to, like, meet your friends. Like, you want him to be able to, like, manage himself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And not need to be, like, babysat the it, whole time. Yeah, and I kind of felt at times I was. Like, and nothing, yeah. like, against that, because, again, it was legit, basically, your a first party. date. Yeah. And it was, yeah, my, like, function. But it was, like, a little bit, like, eh, I don't know, and... Like, you know, when the vibe's off, the vibe's yeah. off. So it was, like, we said our goodbyes. I didn't, like, kiss him or anything. Um, and then he texted me, I don't think he, I think I texted him saying, like, thank you for coming. Yeah. But he never said anything else, like, relating to that, and then it kind of just, like, fizzled out, and I didn't really care to text him again. Yeah. So I, I might have pulled a Tomcat on him now that I think about but it. It's mm. okay. We I'm all sorry. gotta, we've all, no, we all gotta pull a Tomcat sometimes. But in that situation with you and Tomcat, I don't, cause that was just so quick. Yeah, Tomcat could have thrown me, like, one more bone. I didn't have an afternoon with Tomcat, like, you did with Emmett. You know, right. you were able to get a fair, like, this isn't Read my vibe. It. Yeah. And I already had his number, whereas he made the extra step to be... Because like, I didn't say to him, like, hey, like, let's do this again. Yeah. I said, thank you for coming. Yeah. But he asked you the number, which is, like, I, in my eyes, like, a step forward of, like, yeah. we will be in contact I will see soon. you again. That right. was a very, like, I will talk to you or and or no see you again. No one texts for fun. Oh, yeah. Even if you text me for, like, a little bit, and then you're like, I'm not getting a good vibe now, there was just nothing. Was but there not like, five exchanges. Or yeah, like, no, it was, like, just a couple of jokes, day. less than a day. Yeah, no, so that's, I will, even though, I do, like, not to, like, be like, I'm better, but, like, that is different. I no, think. you actually got a full taste of, and then were like, no. Yeah. I think that's fair. You had talk time and a first date. Right, and, but you had coffee, and then he asked for your number, but... Tomcat. Do we text him right now? (laughs) Live on the pod interrogation. Ooh. I was, because I did, I don't know, I've been having like, you know, many breakdowns a la senior spring life every other day. So like in one of my rages the other day, I was like, should I text him and be like, so just confirming that you did like, not stand me up, but that you did ghost me after a rights union date, like or something. And then... Imagine. And Kelby was like, do it. But I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Kelby would... Yeah. But I kind of want to text him and just be like, so, coffee or something? <laughs> like, would that just be, be like, like social suicide? I don't know. I mean, in this time of our college career, when we're literally graduating in less than a month now, like, or a month, table. I guess, yeah. no, nothing really matters. I mean, you're not hurting him, really, by saying that. Like, if he wants to ignore it, fine. If he wants to, you know, be a man and play along with this, clearly a joke, because, like, you're not taking it too seriously if you yeah. say that. But, I don't know. I don't know. What do you, what would you do? This is like that Datelines show. Like, what would you what do? What would you do? Also, I've always wanted to be on that show. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like I'd be that person that's like, you were the asshole that left this baby. Yelled at someone at a nail salon. I would. <laughs> I would. be like, you let this person steal a laptop. Um, I, okay, I think it's a lot easier for me to say, yeah, send it when it's not me. Yeah. So thinking about it, like, from me, if it was still Tinder, if it was like a Tinder message, maybe. 
Because it's like in the app, so it's like that whole app's a joke. Yeah, exactly. Um, will Are you, am re- I? Will it still record if I, don't I know. move out of messages? I don't know. Because did you want to text him on your uh, like phone through texting? I so can probably text your laptop. I get my laptop. You can probably. Well, we can take a break right now, and then we'll come back. Yeah. Do I need to press stop or pause? You can. You can do pause. All right, and we're back. <laughs> But, um, that laugh, that was so, (laughs) um, no, that was actually super creepy. Um, no, anyway, we're back. Um, we ended up, me and Lex on the break went through, uh, the receipts, the receipts with Tomcat and we kind of came to a solid conclusion that like, for whatever reason, just not the guy to pursue and we probably don't even have that much in common so if we do talk in three years as last said in the text then <laughs> so be Tropical. it yeah at you'll find better tomcats in um new york city i think so too yeah new york Ugh. that is i guess what's next on the agenda so postgrad is coming way sooner i feel like when we started the season and we're just talking about it in like september it was much more because it was last summer when we were both interning in New York and Atlanta that we kind of brainstormed to bring the pod back mm-hmm. and to rebrand and everything like we've said. Um, but it's funny. I literally remember, like, talking from my dorm room, you know, like, in my little, like, bed and being like, this is going to be great. Get a clue mood board and, like, everything yeah. we did to kind of, like, prepare. Um, but it is, like, go time. It is we're literally less than – what's today? Is today the third? Third or the fourth? For the third. I am a month yeah, out, a exactly, from graduation. I graduate oh, Friday, May 3rd. Start date, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I graduate the 4th, so I graduate yeah. the day after. It's crazy. Uh, um, sorry, that's a really weird sound to be like. On recording. I'm not going to repeat that. Uh, no. <laughs> that was a little more intense. Whatever. This is deep in the episode. If you make <laughs> it past 30 minutes, like, oh, you can... send another emoji. What emoji should people send? Oh, um... Which one have I been liking lately? I was going to say send the cat with hard eyes to go with Tomcat. Yeah, send the cat with hard eyes. To our at get a clue pod. At get a clue pod. Yep. There you go. That is the key. And yeah. <laughs> and comment on our next post that advertises this interview. There you go. Or episode, what am I saying? That's the um, tea. But yeah, that really is the tea. We're so close to being out and it's crazy. How are you feeling like taking in the end of one chapter and beginning of the next? At this moment, I'm in a little bit of a limbo. Yeah. Like, and I think this kind of has to deal with like the funk I was feeling, but it's, you know, it's coming because I'm still waiting on decisions yeah. from places. And it's just like, I'm, I'm on pins and needles waiting because it's just like, I just want to know already so I yeah. can move on. Um, because I don't want to get too hopeful and then have it come crashing down. But then I also don't want to be so far behind if it is a yes and then feel like lost of like, what am I supposed yeah. to do now? Because it's a quick turnaround. Yeah. Um, but if I'm willing into the universe, well, I don't want to jinx it either. I don't know. I've, I've already said it publicly so many times. My goal and dream is to be in New York this summer yeah. and I'm hoping that happens. Um, and... So right now, it's just, like, that bit of a limbo because, like, a lot of my classes aren't... I mean, luckily, they don't have any real major finals or anything that I have to, like, look to study towards. It's just, like, me waiting till it hits, like, two weeks out, one week out. Surprise! It's me walking across the stage. Yeah. Um, So at this moment, I'm in a little bit of a limbo. But it's just, like, a little bit of, like, I don't know. Like, looking back... I'm not really remembering a lot. Not to be like there. Yeah. It's just like, I think it's like memories that like, they'll come back out of my subconscious soon time. And I yeah. think just so much has happened in the past four years that it's hard to remember everything and look back on it. And out of all the different like seasons, I think we've been through or just like little chapters you go through in college. And you know, I think up into this point of our lives, like high school, like I was thinking of this the other day and this is about as like best I can explain it. But like, you know, you knew going into high school what high school would pretty much look like and what your right. you knew what your end goal was with high school, right? Like literally day one, especially like the schools we went to, it was like You're you going to you will get into the best college ever and you will like get our approval rates up and everything. And, and by this uh, time we knew where we were going. So yeah, it was exactly. Like all and set. and it was all like it was very easy and thankfully just like in our situations that was like a very 
I think like joyful, easy time despite like hard school work. Cause it was like, you were on to bigger and better things. Like you were headed into the next chapter. And then college was very like easy to envision. Like this is where I'm going to start up my career. Like this is where I'm going to make friends and connections and have the best years of my life. So it was very easy to look at that. But like no one freaking talks about like what a 22 year old's life is supposed to look right. like or what, and there's no really, like we've just had such black and white pictures of like, this is success, this is failure. And so now going into this next phase, it's like, well, I want to be able to define that for myself and not have someone else's view of that, like hinder my own impression. You know what I mean? I feel like it's so up to interpretation on what a successful or fail failure of a like post-grad life is Is, to people that it's hard to define that for yourself. I feel like sometimes like I know personally, and I found this actually on um, Bumblebiz, not as a personal plug, but um, oh, always they have this like format that's kind of like Hinge where you answer like a variation of questions, yeah, and and like a business spin on it. So it's like, oh, what business mogul do you you know look to as like inspiration? Or yeah. um, there's one that I like where it's like, how do you define your success? Yeah, and I really like that question because it is like. You know, up to interpretation for me, I think personally, how I would define my success or how I know I'd be successful in life is when I'm waking up excited to do what I'm doing in work or, you know, creatively, whatever, um, and confident that I'm going to, you know, make have a good effect on someone's day. So, I like, so too. that would be my, like, definition, definition of success. Now, what that specifically falls under, I don't know at the time, you know. It's very difficult to be right out of college, I think, to be like, this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life, like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, um, it's obviously possible to have set jobs out of college, but then there's also, like, it's okay that if your first job out of college isn't what you end up doing. It's all yeah. about, like, you know, finding what you like and don't like, because it's still kind of hard, especially with the school that we go to yeah. and what I want to do. Yeah. There hasn't been a lot of opportunity to find the experiences throughout. Yeah. But that's no. my little run on to No, I feel that. that completely. And I think matching it up, it's like, yeah, it's so easy to find people with common goals here and to still be in that momentum. But then getting out in the real world, it's like, well, shoot, like we really have to like come into our own, come into our own ideas. And wait, I actually have something with like, here, hold the mic for a minute. Oh, yes. Um, so Emily's just going to run a little uh, a note. Up. So this is kind of funny and a little emo like personal but i was in i found this like a couple oh, weeks ago freshman year this is from beginning of sophomore year okay. so like i had just finished my freshman year and it was for a leadership club i was in and there was a little page on it called personal definition of success and this was still like 18 just turning 19 i remember i went on this retreat like on my 19th birthday so i had just turned 19 i was just like completed my freshman year and so I was very like I just like was very in my own element at this time and so it was kind of it wasn't like a heartbreaker but it was a little like heart fluttering to like find this and be like oh god I feel like I've changed a little or like I don't always believe this but Mm -hmm. this is what I wrote so sharing this for the pod only my personal definition of success or I will know that I am living a successful life when I am being unapologetically myself. I am respecting my own dreams and visions while taking the necessary steps to achieve them. I am strong, courageous, and placing my faith over my fears. I'm striving to become the woman I'm supposed to be while remaining true to the heart and soul I've always been. I love that. No, like sincerely, that's so nice. And I don't know if I've lived up to that at times, you know, which is kind of like hard because even when you think of like the sorority too and this is what I would say so like anyone that like goes through sorority recruitment on like the other end too knows that a lot of the prep going into like knowing how to recruit new members is knowing like how to communicate what it actually what the chapter and like community all means to you as well right so we would a lot of times do like what was your like sorority moment that you like knew and I remember kind of just like I mean I had that moment but like before that I always thought like Gosh, when I rushed, I was 17, almost 18, so a year prior to that. But um, I was just, like, completely myself. Like, I was being no one that no one told me to be. I went into recruitment, like, completely clueless. And I really just kind of, like, found where I was supposed to be, even if I didn't, like, know where that was, you know? And that's why I always loved our chapter, because I feel like I was just really, like, 
they kind of met me where I was at, at a place where I didn't even know I needed that, you Mm -hmm. know? So, and like, you know, it's not like the cross we have to bear because we still pay to be in like this organization, but it's the essence of like finding that at a right time in your life. And when I had really just like been the purest version of myself, you know, there was no like ideology of like who I was supposed to be yet or anything. And it's like, when you grow up, you're like, oh my God, have I lost some of that? So that's what's hard about this chapter, I think. Of life just... Of like moving on to the next now. Yeah. Who am I going to be? Like now I'm at a point where I'm like, I can't even envision myself like what I'll look like at 30, 40, 50, 60. Like what do those decades even mean? It's so scary. I feel like I only dreamed up until like 21 and I'm like, shit, you know? Seriously, because I was like, I think I'm like looking around like, I think I've done everything, right? And I'm like waiting for like this... You know, like Natasha Bedingfield to like rise up in like an angel dress and be like, you did it. You know, <laughs> like you finally made it. Oh and it's God. just like, that's not going to happen. So like, what is? Well, because I was asked recently in an interview, where do you see yourself in five years? And I honestly had to take a moment and go. No like, idea. Uh, <laughs> like I should have prepped for that question yeah. a little bit more. Because I was like, wow, you don't think you'll ever get that question. I know it's like, a, it sounds like a common question, but it's right. almost so like. Or if you get that question, it would be like senior year of high school, and you, yeah. then you go, "Well, I want to be here." And I lived it. No, I found like letters where you write from your sixth grade self to your future self, and oh for 2019, God. I was like, I found one that was like, "You will have just graduated from Columbia University in New York City, <laughs> and you'll be pursuing your life as a chef." And I was like, well, "Or," and you were like, "And if that doesn't work, like go into fashion or something." And I was like, yeah." <laughs> Backup plans. Me, I wanted to be a marine biologist at SeaWorld. That crumbled. Oh my god! And go to Princeton. Yeah, (laughs) I also. Yeah, I wanted to go to Columbia. um, Blair Waldorf and or Vanderbilt. Yeah, I wanted to go to Columbia or Vanderbilt, but I went with a state school. Hey, but you know what? I have no debt. Exactly. More money to spend. More money to spend on a one bedroom. (laughs) Yeah, a a one bedroom, two box. What's the word where it's oh, like the one bedroom flex? Yeah, and the three bedrooms. Yep. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> That'd be it. But I'm fine with that because um, that's the dream we got to chase after. But well, how have you felt then, like coming through to the end of this year and uh, like all the <laughs> all those feels of just you know the next chapter? I, like like you looked back, I guess, at your younger self, Sophomore but. Ball, yeah. um, like, what are you looking forward to? You know, what do you hope to encounter? Maybe, like, you don't have to look five years ahead, but maybe yeah, summer. Yeah, five-year plan. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I mean, I think I'm just a little, like, nervous, like anyone else, to go into that next phase. Like, I don't, to be honest, and I, I say this out of, like, complete transparency and, like, grace. Like, it, it doesn't, like, a, it should, and I am very, like, grateful for everything, but, like, and all the opportunities coming my way. And this is going to be like a tremendous like season in my life. But like you can have like the job you need. You can have whatever. But like you got to make you happy. So exactly. I think find, learning how to do that is my next like personal challenge. Because it's not that. And my mom says this all the time. Like you got to love yourself. You got to love yourself. And people would probably like look at you or look at you and me or something and be like, oh my God, she's like all up in her grill. Like she produces content. She posts an Instagram every five seconds. She must whatever. But like there's like everyone's definition of self-love like changes all the time. And like you never know what someone's like going. I'm not trying to be like kumbaya, like you don't know my story. But like truly like just because my, I don't wear my insecurities like on my wrist every single day doesn't mean like, there's not worries I have about my own like rolling of the dice going into this next chapter. You know, it's not all butterflies and t-shirts and, you know, marketing campaigns and stuff. And I feel like that meme, like it's honest work, but like, you know what I mean? Like it ain't much, but it's it's honest honest work. work. You know, it is. And I think more than anything, like when I, when I am in my course, like I was kind of looking into this the other, or like read up on something the other day that was like, you know, your body produces, like, natural, like, dopamine when you're, like, achieving goals. Like, the idea that, like, when you complete something or achieve something, like, you get a rush of, like, I did, I did good, you know? Like, I, I, I'm benefiting yeah. from this. So, when I'm in my, like, 
hustle self and that like period those periods in my life and that doesn't isn't just always defined by like high levels of productivity like that could just be defined by like being around the right people feeling the right things like those are like glory days and that's what I'm emphasizing in this next chapter like living in New York is going to require like cold hard independence and like just getting up every day and doing it and being there at work knowing how to like cast my limits and be like this isn't working you know or like I need a break going home every night like at a healthy time you know like not over engaging like knowing when to cut yourself off knowing when not to go out or say no to an event on the weekend or something those kind of things like it's big girl time and it's going to be super fun but like that's important too um but I think yeah like the natural nervousness doesn't stop for anyone like no matter what you're doing after school whether you're starting a job whether you're gonna go home and regroup for a while whether you're going to start grad school whether you're like maybe if you have like a boyfriend or partner like if you're working things out with them like I don't even think about that sometimes but I know some of my friends are going to like experience that too like what about relationships and things like that so Mm -hmm. um we all just and I think we all just got to like look out for each other too like I'm not always one to like remember the whole like girls supporting girls or just any just people supporting people that should be like the thing you know like if you see someone like overextending themselves or struggling or like just needing like an extra hand like do especially in the next couple years like it's just that's the time to do it like we're all entering a world too where like now I think about this with New York a lot as well it's like okay I'm not really far we're not really far from our families luckily it's like a two-hour flight if like all hell breaks loose, which is nice, you know, but at the same rate, like you kind of have to start this new phase where like your friends are your true family up there, which like is interesting because I feel like I've never going to a a school so close to home or like at least driving distance. I've always just been like, oh, well, like it's almost like I treat, you know, family and friends as like two side chicks that don't Mm -hmm. know about each other. It's like, Oh, when I want to go hang with my family, I go full-on family. When I want to be in Gainesville with my friends, I'm full-on friends mode. So, like, Mm -hmm. the two don't collapse, but, like, they really... Now I have to integrate them in my life to, like, deal with them. And then kind of myself is the separate entity. entity. So, like, I have to take myself out of situations when I don't want to be in them. Yeah, and I think it's insane, and we've kind of touched on this on earlier episodes, but it's, like, learning to, like, truly say, like, it's okay if I don't immerse myself in this certain situation and like being okay with that and not having like that look back of like oh like you know because it's like you gotta just keep moving forward and like there will always be a bar to go to there will always be a movie to see like there's always going to be things to happen yeah and it's like good I think to like take that sit back and be like I need to take this like time for myself yeah and like you said like in a place like New York where it's going to be such high like you know fast paced very um intense in some aspects of life the intensity scares me the most because i'm like oh you know there's just like no there's room for error and it like this is complete this is completely me like self in manhattan not anything related to like job or family Mm -hmm. or if anything and what you know i think a big thing too when you're i am very resistant to change that's just like a natural quality about me and I, you know, I'm 21, so I can cut myself a break that I just maybe haven't had to experience a lot of change or like any change in my life has been like cupcakes and butterflies. It's like, you're going to high school, you're going to UF. Like those are easy things to jump into. And if I'm, when I'm not, when I'm being like cynical about it and not looking at all that I have, I'd be forgetting that like so many friends now are going up there. I have my sister there. Like I have her group of friends that I'm even like, you know, at least you know like acquaintances and close with mm-hmm. like a good workplace for the most part like it's you know all of these I didn't mean for the most part but I meant you know what I mean I like work work isn't your like can't be your fam bam you know right, like they're yeah. not it's still your job I think that's a good place to have a separate of like oh here's my work here's my work hangout friends and, and hangouts and mm-hmm. stuff I think and I think that's a natural thing because work kind of becomes like your school right yeah, exactly, like it's like yeah. this is where I am like nine to five but then I also have personal friends you have the school friends you have the neighborhood friends Friends, yeah exactly so that's kind of like the group setting but you know yeah if I gotta look at all I have too and it's it's a lot and I just want to I think I don't know about you but like I'm looking back on 
certain highlights from college. And I'm like, man, like it was a lot of examples or just like moments where it was the first time it was not only like a positive moment and like great when I'm thinking of like some of my peaks, but it was like, it was always like the rush of like the first time that was ever happening or like the first time you felt like an adult in that situation or experience. And it was like, wow, that, that was like the biggest, coolest rush, you know? And so it's like, I'm looking at that and I'm like, am I ever going to peak that again? Or like, what is, what, right. what do those moments feel like at 22, 23, 24, 30, you know? Yeah. I think the key is like, it's okay to work towards goals, but I think like with peaks like that, with like those moments, yeah, it's good to just like freeze them. Let, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, take was, them with you forever. I was so like freeze them. <laughs> okay, but I meant freeze them in their time. You know, right. like they're not going to be recreated. Have so, a journal. Like yeah. write it down in the journal. <laughs> you said that like a mom. You're like. Maybe you should just get a journal or something, you know? <laughs> no, I'm such a big no. fan of journals. So no, I, I can, love journals. If I can have a takeaway from this year, has been like my journal Make has been journal. my saving grace. I just wrote in my journal earlier and I might have found God again. It, like, I find him every I day. I found the flying like, spaghetti monster. Yeah. <laughs> I, because I, like, the journal has just been a way, like, like you said, to freeze, like, freeze a moment, good or bad, to just put down and be like, you know, this is how I felt, let it out on the paper. Yeah. Don't hold it into let yourself. Let it out. Let it out. <laughs> okay. <Literally>. Yeah. <laughs> and that is Adele Dazeem. Yeah. <laughs> let, it out, let it out. Um, no, I won't sing on the pod. Um, to pay for that. Don't, don't make, make me, me sing. sing. Don't make me... Lexi, don't make me sing. Don't make me sing. Don't make me sing. Um, no, but I, I definitely see like what you've like what you talk about with that and you know if it is somewhere in the universe meant to be that I end up in New York as well like I'll definitely have those same fears but also like a little bit of excitement I don't know it's like yeah. a weird, it's like going to college but then again I feel like we still didn't have the authentic going away to college feeling because yeah. we were so close to home yeah it we was... weren't close enough where it was like oh I can go to Publix and swing by my parents house yeah. like, right after like not that close but still close enough where it was convenient to no like that. I'm doing my for example and this is just what I've done for four years like I'm doing my nine to five school and work day tomorrow and then I'll be home by 7 p.m. you know right. when I go home for the weekend exactly. so it's like it's the and it's been so nice and healthy and it's like I've also gotten to experience a lot of like high and low moments in my own family like I think there, this was an important time for me to like get exposure to like gr I mean just awesome memories that everyone shares with their family but also still I needed these years of like hands-on mom and dad still molding you experiences you know like mm -hmm. I and, and that'll you know still hold on forever but it is a little scary this time around because it's like higher stakes I feel like they're farther they have new chapters in their lives their grandparents now things like that like still running like their office and such you know there's just everyone's kind of in their new phase and I guess that's what's been the most interesting it's like I, I had things are still moving forward and things life. are still moving forward and I had I guess this is what I meant to say in an earlier statement but kind of went on a tangent um I had no idea what this last semester would look like. Like, mm -hmm. you kind of felt it. It's like, oh, graduation day or something. Right. But I still have, like, no idea how it's supposed to feel. And I didn't really think I would, like, feel the way I do either. So it's just been kind of a, a lull. You know, I'm mm -hmm. ready to see, I hope 2019 just, like, kabooms at some point And it's, like, the best year of my life, you know. And if it's not, it's not. But, like, for the most part, I I think... It hasn't seen its, like, glory days yet. Right. And I think, you know, with the year... I'm sure we'll get to the end of 2019. There'll still be someone who'd be like, 2019? Woof! Like, yeah. the worst year ever. Like, every year is the worst year ever to someone on Twitter. But yeah. um, I think it's still had its highs, some good highs so far. You yeah. know, if it has lows, that's life. And hopefully it will be a high again. I've kind of, like, had this... Um, it's probably like the silliest thing to think of because then there will be more than two to happen. But this like mantra, I don't know what word to describe it. But an idea theory in my head where it's like two L's make a W. Oh. So like two major like losses happen in your life. I mean, one, two, three, four. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but like the idea of like if two major losses happen in your life, 
there's going to be a W around the corner. Like, to just, like, kind of think or, um... Huh, I'm going to keep that in mind. Two else make a W. Or think. there's one I shared in my class, which my teacher then noted to make it more pessimistic, but I'm like, I won't. But he asked us to make analogies for, like, our lives, mm-hmm. which at first I was like, why are we doing this in a film trailers class? Don't understand still to this day. But I was like, whatever, well... Same people. Yes. Um, yes, oh, sorry, our producer had to ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> Clarificate. Point of inquiry. Yeah. Um, anyways, um... In film trailers, and he asks us to make an analogy about our life. Of course, one kid goes, "Do you ever feel like a plastic bag oh drifting God. through the wind, wanting to start again?" And the teacher had never heard the song, and he's like, "He was like, wow, that's so deep." No. He, the, like it was like, wait, the, that's kind of cute though. I it, mean, funny. But everyone laughed. He's like, "You see, you really touched these people. That was great." I'm like, "Oh my God." God. But I, I mean, my analogy, I might be clunky on the words because I wrote it in two seconds. But basically, the idea was. You know, sometimes my life may feel like a plane waiting on the tarmac about to take off. You don't know when it's going to leave, but you know you're going somewhere. Wow. And I feel like that's... Like I do that over the snap because I feel like the two, 10 clicks go off better. <laughs> like, but I feel like that's where my yeah. life is right now. Like, I'm still in that little... Like, I'm, like and I that's said. my favorite feeling, too. I love being, like, in the plane on the tarmac okay for me and then when he asked me to make more pessimistic i said well i sometimes life can feel like you're in purgatory waiting to take off but you keep getting those delays yeah how about that but um that's interesting you like waiting on the tarmac no no no, not like taxing oh god no i have bad stories about that but like that moment when when the when the plane takes its like final turn on the tarmac like the takeoff run and you're like i'm going somewhere that's like the best feeling I like any feeling like a, that's an adrenaline rush for me. Uh, that's like a roller coaster for me. Like dancing, even. I mean, that's a little drunk. I'm a dancer. No, but like coyote really, ugly dancing on a bar I, table. Really, I mean, like, and I mean this like, and you danced growing up too, so I'm sure you yeah. can relate. But like for me, um, and, and trust. Actually, I wrote this in my uh, UF. Um, I wrote this in my UF. Uh, coming to college was that like your statement essay that you send in what with your application yeah what is, yeah. What is our question life? was like what is the good life and so oh my god my, and my dad dumb. recently found it on our computer and he sent me that and then he also sent me like an original document i had written actually the application for this so that's what made me like go and find this and uh-huh. whatever the, the club i was reading from earlier that like mission statement but um i and it's funny I wrote in the thing a little bit and it's so funny the poor thing was like literally so written by my dad that like it was not even funny but like you got in I got in and like god love him he wanted me to get in like so bad and since then I have written every he has does no more ghost writing for me but like through high school like when you're taking four APs and three honors and religion on top of that, you need a little help. Hey, you didn't pull an Aunt Becky, though. So. I did not pull an Aunt Becky. Yeah, Dad just co-wrote. Actually, I'll have to make that joke to him this weekend. Like, you didn't pay for me, Dad. You just wrote all my papers, so thank you. Um, but no, we've all been there. So, But there was one line that I know was authentically me, and I was talking about dancing and how much I like love performing because it really is like the performance of it all for me. I think that's a very even natural with like the career I'm taking of like marketing and like enjoying things like Instagram or having a podcast, like that sort of thing. Like I like the thrill and like just spit on you. Oh, the thrill. Yeah. I saw it go right to your boob. Um, the thrill and like performance of (laughs) three pointer, um, March madness. Um, did someone win March madness? I don't Not know. Yet. Not yet. Okay. My bracket's so fricked it's up. It's crazy. Man. I'm for Auburn all the way though, if they can make it. I think it. I said Duke. Yeah. I said Duke. Is it Auburn Duke? No, Duke's out. Duke. What? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. shit. Shit. Sorry. Um oh, but I wrote that's why I'm at like negative yeah. five points. Great. I'm I sorry. wrote in the essay, um, I may not be the best dancer, but I always have the best time while dancing. And that, that's kind of, like, been my motto for life. Like, maybe I'm not the best or, like, everything I do, but I'm going to have, like, the goddamn best time while doing it. So, there you go. And that, that was my relation, too, that, like, dance for me is, like, that same kind of, like, adrenaline rush that, like, it, I love the feeling of, like, at least when you were performing for, like, recitals and stuff, like, when the song turned on, like, there was no going back. Yeah, you're there. Like, and, it, and I feel like that's, too, like, if you had a good relationship with, like, 
maybe your dance teacher like can appreciate what or if you were in theater or something like that like the day of like the teachers like your the instructor's on the sideline there with like her little headset and she's watching but like she's in she is in no control after right. that it's literally like you guys and what you do and like there were dances where like i know she was cringing and she was like oh like for my senior year Dear we did heaven. We, for senior year like i had every senior got a solo and i did unwritten by natasha benningfield but um for our actual like class dance it was new york new york which mm. also hey um the whole theme of the second act was new york um know. so god being like woohoo um <laughs> Just but, you wait. Just you wait, girl. Um, and so, but we did New York, New York by Frank Sinatra and did like a kick line that was to like the slow part when he's like the, in the middle of the song or the end. He's like, like he's like, stop spreading. The new. It was like yeah. kicks to that that were supposed to be like slow Classic. and sultry, like jazz. <laughs> we're like, but we're like 14, 17, 16, 12 year olds. And it's like a fucking jumble. And I could just see her literally being like, oh, dear God. But you did it. But we did it. And the main heart of that is that, like, when you turn on your song, like, and you're just dancing, like, no one can interrupt you for, like, those three and a half minutes or whatever it is. And I feel like that's just... That, I mean, music and dance helps, like, relieve my stress a lot. Even just, like, walking around campus, like, I always have to have... Yeah. Those AirPods in. I don't have AirPods, so I'm not... Life changer. um, Gucci. Life changer. Gucci rich, but, uh, Gucci mama. I will say though too, like that kind of reminded me of like why I'm enjoy doing improv this semester as well. Cause that's kind of like my weekly therapy session yeah. to like let everything, <laughs> our producer agrees. She's seen agrees. me, she's seen me try and do improv, but, um, yeah. it's just a way to like, you know, like you said, it's the no going back. Yeah. Like what you put out there, like it can be bad. It can be funny. It doesn't matter. You put it out there and if someone wants to come save you, fine but like it's there and you gotta roll with it i completely agree like for someone who is so like just self-call out like so bad at living in the moment i think like god or a higher power put things like dance or performance into my life for that complete metaphor of just like this is a moment that you cannot take back once you start like you are completely in it and enjoying it and i really i do feel that way still even years down the road so if you could, I know I'm putting you on the spot here, and yeah. I can try and give my go at it too after you say it. But um, if you had to wrap that up, then I guess in a, a get a clue moment, like meaning, what would that be? Like get a clue and let yourself go. Like get a clue and um, enjoy the good times and freeze them. I don't know. How would you freeze them? <laughs> I got like, like Doji voice or what's he called from uh, Lord of the Rings? Gollum. 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 Like Doji. He's someone. Doji. Hey producer, look up Doji right now. Uh, from Harry Potter or something. Oh, Dobby. Oh, Dobby. Dobby. <laughs> Doji? I didn't watch the movies or the books. Um, okay. Pick You're five. meaning like, what, what's my get a clue pitch? Yeah, what would you be your get a clue pitch or get a clue? What's the definition of a doji, by the way? A doji is a, a motherless or neglected, neglected calf. Mood. <laughs> Volume up. <laughs> 15 seconds back to hear that one again. Oh, shit. Just kidding. Um, doji life. Um, <laughs> but, um... No. Nah. Oh. Um, I think the big thing, my get a clue and all of that would be find, yeah, ooh, that's hard on the spot. But I think it, just what we were saying, like between our two like metaphors we pulled there, but like find those moments, even when it's so hard to like be right where you at, I think <laughs> be right where you at, be right where you at. No. <laughs> Even when it's so hard to like be just enjoying. Sorry, I thought I had my purse because I did have something else good. There's gonna, guys, I hope you have a notebook out for this episode because there have been some good lines in here. But um, actually, comment on our most recent post on Get a Clue Pod what your favorite line of this episode is. And it's not over yet. But truly, freeze them. (laughs) Great episode. Um, But I think the get a clone at all is just in whatever moment you're in, like know you're supposed to be there. And I can define that maybe now as like, maybe I'm in more struggles or like personal things that I 
didn't think I would be going through. And that's even kind of how I've categorized it like lately, like just speaking to like the lull or like end of senior year of it all. Like I did not picture my senior spring would like look like this at all. And I think that's humbling too. And whatever moment you're in or wherever you're going, like know that that like you're taking off somewhere, like you said, and that there is like, there are still going to be those moments where like, you know, the music's playing, like, your life's in motion, and you're just, like, feeling good, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you, like, th- those are always around the corner, whether, like, you like it or not, and sometimes it just takes, like, a moment to stop overthinking to realize, like, maybe they're happening, like, right now. Right. I think that's put together beautifully. You can definitely fit that and on. she can't get a text back. <laughs> and... Tom Cat is a doji. <laughs> oh, wait. Can doji be like the new douchebag? Yeah. Oh, yes. Neglected okay. cow. Yeah, neglected baby cow. <laughs> oh, there you He's go. He's a doji. What a doji. What a doji. Oh. British. Doge. All right, well. Oh, look at little puss in boots. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, we're watching Shrek's on the TV. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Shrek the Third's on Friday, 8, 7 Central on TNT. Just in case you guys didn't know that this is aired on, uh, we recorded this on April 3rd. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. A nice little, yeah. Little now we've got to think of an episode title. There was so much goodness wrapped up. Where are we going to go? Don't be a doji. Don't be a doji. I was thinking like Ghostbusters Anonymous. Because like we are Ghostbusters by being like mad at people that ghost us, you know? If oh, yeah. I know. I like yeah. that. A little call back to the beginning. Yeah. And we'll, yeah. Well, maybe we'll make it more about the end. Who knows? Well, thank you guys for... Flight's uh, not feelings. <laughs> True. True. But thank you guys so much for tagging along on this um, this ride of a podcast. You know, we definitely went off so the cuff. So much fun. But, like, I think I like that. Like, a little return yeah. to our OG method. I mean, we'll probably get back into having a bit more, I guess, of a little bit of an outline next time. But we don't... Yeah. For right now, we hadn't done it in a while, and I like to just let it flow. These are our best go. episodes. Like, singleness is a virtue was also kind of like this, yeah. and I think that was good. Well, yeah. Thank you, everyone, and uh, Godspeed, and get a clue. Good night. Good night.